And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, it's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, and uh, Connor Clark is in. We welcome in our dear friend Brandon Vogel from Counter Reed. Counter Reed. Dot com is uh, where you can find Vogue's quick reminder about buckling up, hands on the wheel, eyes in focus, straight ahead. The driver has one job, that's to drive the message from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Vogue's, it is uh, winning time. Uh, I love that series. I wish it would have continued on with John C. Riley and the, the great Showtime Lakers. Not quite Showtime when we look at Nebraska, Wisconsin, historically in in the Big Ten, football or basketball. Uh, We'll get into some football thoughts from you in a moment, but big one for Nebraska and brings back memories for me of those those showdowns on on a big Monday when KU or Mizzou or OU'd come to town. Uh, Nebraska has had success uh, time and time again at PBA, they they had it they've had it this year uh, tenfold but it's time to to make it happen tonight. How do you view tonight's matchup and uh, the the weight of this one? <clears throat> Weight's an interesting way to put it because what I was about to say is like I think Nebraska has a little bit of a of a free roll here in that you know if you were to get blown out. Um, that would that would be a problem um, <laughs> because we haven't seen that. There wouldn't be any beer left in downtown home. Lincoln. <laughs> but You're but slightly. and also for like public perception of a team that is like it's kind of a, it's a borderline call right now. <clears throat> that said, if you play well and, and you happen to lose to the sixth team in the country, it's I don't think it like ends anything for you. If you win, however, um, <laughs> that like it. I don't know if it would put Nebraska in the tournament necessarily. There's too many games left, but you'd have a really good resume um, at that point um, beyond just a, a pretty good resume, which is what I would say the Huskers have now. And I mean, and this is the number six team in the country coming in and they're a one and a half point road favorite, which, which tells you like how much, I don't know if it's respect is the right word, how much credit get Nebraska is getting for what it's done at home this season. Brandon Vogel with us here from Counter Reed on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Brandon, we were kind of debating back and forth in the first segment. Is this must win? Is it not? And I can see it both ways because I think you can still make the tournament without winning this game, but your margins become razor thin. And if this game isn't a must win, you lose it, and every other game becomes a must win. I guess you can make the argument that this, then, in fact, is a must win game. What's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, I think I can I can certainly see that. Um, and I mean, I guess, well, I just mentioned the Wisconsin favor by one and a half. Illinois will be favored by more than that in the next game just because it's on the road. Mm-hmm. I bet mean, Illinois is, is legitimately good, too. Um, so, like, what's your better chance? And you almost have to jump forward to, like, okay, let's, Nebraska's not going to be favored in either. Let's say they lose both of them. But then, then things are getting serious um, in, in terms of your, your tournament resume. So it's it's tough because there's there's two of those games that are going to be, you know, against top 10, top 15-ish opponents. Um, and you got you probably got to go one and one at, at, at the worst. So I don't know. I don't think that helps us solve the, the must win for tonight. 
but it's a it's certainly a, a better win because you're just at home and, and this team has been has been to use a, a coaching term night and day different uh at, at, between home and the road well brandon maybe i can help persuade you towards the must win side a little bit more here Kansas State is no longer a quad one win for this team, and they're staring at the number 11 team in the net here tonight. Does that make you push it a little more towards the must-win side? Because now Nebraska's just two and three in quad one. Yeah, it, it, it does. Um, the resume <laughs> hasn't been helped by, by, by the Wildcats. And, man, when it's, <laughs> when it's like the road win that you can point to, <laughs> and if, if it has diminishing value... Like, you know, at, at a certain point, I don't know that I've heard too often that it comes up. I mean, certainly there have been these teams. It's just there's there's 68 in the tournament each year where teams really talk about or the committee talks about uh, teams that are really one handed. Like they're great at home. They would be a five or six seed at home uh, and on the road. They're not in the tournament. And that's kind of what what Nebraska is is close to right now. So. <clears throat> The, the you know they don't have a lot of road success to point to so yeah that does push me closer to to must win well it's it's funny because the the big argument for maybe K State isn't that good maybe they don't deserve to be a tournament team is they did lose at home to Nebraska which is based on what we've seen this year an accomplishment and not in a good way and they got <laughs> rocked on the glass too <laughs> like huh <laughs> note to self come on k-state said no one ever in the state of nebraska but uh, now you're cheering for him vogue's gonna go to football here and uh we're into february and, and this is the month for for lots of things chocolate and valentine's day and a second signing day that doesn't look super fruitful uh more winter conditioning all that good stuff it, it might be the month of dana holgerson i'm interested to get your take uh, what you believe? Do you believe that that Dana uh, may be a, a another piece to this coaching staff for for Matt Rule? And what's your? Let's revisit your take on having a guy like Dana in town as, as an analyst, presumably. Yeah, um, it, it, it's it's different than you know them bringing him in at a point where they we still presumed they were going to make a change on the coaching staff that change has been made um with glenn thomas who, who kind of got his official introduction to to husker nation this week um <clears throat> so then it gets then it gets intriguing uh, on a lot of levels because um at the point where we're talking about dana holgerson maybe coming in as a as an on-field coach it's like well that doesn't seem to fit with how Nebraska was building this thing. doesn't mean that that's a non-starter. It's just curious. But I think in an analyst role, then having, you know, some access to ideas that may be outside of, of what their, what their big blueprint is only adds value. Um, and, you know, a, a guy that's as experienced as he is, um, you know, it's not like, did anybody think Lane Kiffin was going to be a great fit at, at Alabama at that point? Didn't seem like it. And I mean, I know Lane comes with a lot of stuff that's outside of just the football, although Dana kind of does too, um, if you want to <laughs> stop and stop and think about it a little bit. Um, it's it's intriguing. And the fact that the, you know, kind of the, the rumor mill around him hasn't gone away, uh, even though Nebraska has technically made its its big coaching change, I think tells you that there's there's some legs to this. 
Is is Dana one of those coaches you you go have a beer with? <laughs> um, I, I'm not. And I'm not piling on 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 Dana. I'm not being an a hole here. I'm just saying, personality wise, storyteller, guy that'd be be fun. I mean, he's he's like the yeah, pirate. Yeah. Oh no, he absolutely is. I was gonna say something that I probably shouldn't have. So I'm gonna <laughs> and, we were all uh, thinking it. Yes, I, I think undeniably he would be a great hang. Uh, <laughs> well, you had to polish that up for me. <laughs> oh, what uh, else is there to do in Morgantown? <laughs> uh, nothing, nothing. Uh, well, he had a he had a home made out of God. What was it? Tree. It was like a log cabin type thing. I thought I read back in 2012. I mean, he 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 gives strong Matthew McConaughey vibes, right? Uh, like you know, all right, just all like right, whatever all right. comes, man. Yeah, I mean, he he said at some point this season, I think he was asked about you know the potential of getting fired at Houston, and he was basically like, "Are you kidding me?" He's like, "Look at my bio. I'm not getting fired here." <laughs> here, here we are Stick talking to the about him as, as, as a probable analyst candidate in Nebraska. What's the vote you know, the can fire me if they want other, to. The other issue to think about that is, is like we've seen it work, um, you know, at Alabama, like the coaching, coaching is getting interesting when you have these former head coaches who I think are, you know, and we've seen this for a while are willing to go the analyst route to give themselves basically a little bit of time to like figure some things out, but also stay in the game. Uh, Jeff Hafley just left a head coaching job for a DC gig in the NFL at the group of five level. We're seeing a ton of coaches leave for, for coordinator positions in, in the power conferences. It's a, uh, it's a strange time out there in the, in the coaching landscape. Brandon Vogel with us here on hail varsity radio. And Brandon, whenever you look at the recruiting that's gone on this month, we've talked about it a little bit. Kiona will who knows what the status is with him. He also had Matt rule going out, uh, to Illinois and visiting with Jalen Williams. Uh, this time right now, while it doesn't feel urgent, this is the time that you need to get your class of 2025, at least the wheels moving, correct, with how quickly things are going to come up on you with spring football and then you have a, a whirlwind month of June of recruiting and then you look at it, the season starting and you pretty much need to have your class of 2025 wrapped up by the time that starts based on how, what recruiting has looked like recently. How important is this time in terms of the recruiting a grind for Matt Rule and the, the coaching staff? I mean, I think if you can use it, and, and if you're at this spot just two classes in, given the current recruiting calendar, which the staff is, where you can really use this January period to get ahead, um, I mean, it's it's kind of the luxury of, of not having to deal with other things. Like, it frankly would suck to have to build a class during this period, which, you know, we see with some coaching changes you, you sometimes have to do. Um, Nebraska is not in that spot. So it's mostly forward looking. Um, I think that's a, a, a place of comfort for, for this coaching staff. At least it would be for me if, if I were part of it, because you're setting the stage and like your entire, you know, getting people on campus in the spring, getting there for the spring game is determined on, well, the connections you've built with, you know, 25 and beyond guys, but you can really solidify some of those there, particularly if your class is done. Um, and, and you've got, you've got that extra time that you can just spend like, okay, everything else is, is looking forward. We don't have immediate needs. Brendan Vogel with us from counter read 
Vogues, we've got about 90 seconds, a little less than. What is coming up? What's been going on with counterread.com and how can folks get signed up? Yeah, you can check us out at counterread.com's twice-weekly newsletter from myself and Aaron Sorensen. Um, Aaron just sat down with Trev Alberts earlier this week. Uh, a lot of stuff in from their conversation, just the first part of it, went up today. Um, so subscribers can check that out. And if you're not a subscriber, you can uh, get a seven-day free trial to to open up that story tomorrow. It's been a kind of a thought-provoking week with, with some of the stuff um, happening in Nebraska athletics. So... I'm putting together a little bit of recap for that and obviously be watching uh, watching basketball tonight with uh, with great focus. Taking the points, giving the points. I would probably give the points. Um, Wisconsin's just more consistent. Um, but the fact that the number is what it is tells me Nebraska's right here. I mean, mm-hmm. minus one and a half, pretty much almost a coin flip um, in, in terms of that, even when you factor in a little bit of home court advantage. Well, it'll be uh, sun-soaked, good weather, cold beer, and a uh, loud throat at uh, PBA PBA tonight for Nebraska-Wisconsin. Vogue's good to spend time. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right. Hail Varsity continues powered by Cornhead Lager.